When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pod Save the King! Hello and welcome to Pod Save the King. I'm your host, Zoe Forsey, and I'm joined in the studio by our royal editor, Russell Myers, for our last live recording of 2022. How are you? I'm all right. Lovely to see you. Nice to be back in the office stroke studio. It's a well, there's not very many people here. What are we still doing here? There's really, I know. I kind of, I feel we missed the memo about kind of everyone going into Christmas mode early. I know. But we are the, the hardcore ones. That we are, are yeah, we end. are. And, and just to compound the misery, you know, we have the most miserable looking Christmas tree. It is very, very I want sad. to put a picture up on social media, I but think I think, I know, but we will get just sacked because it is, it's a reflection of, oh. uh, of There's <laughs> of nice ones around the other side though. If oh, you go there? around to the other... De- oh, oh, I okay. think it's, yeah. Just us that have the, just the misery of Christmas <laughs> forced upon us. Terrible. Now, we say that this is obviously the last live recording we're doing, but we do have three very special episodes lined up for you to get you over the Christmas period. Um, so, yeah, three of those dropping. We've got a very exciting author special, and we've got a roundup of the year. We sat down last week, didn't we, and talked about everything we had. And we've got a fashion roundup. Uh, Sarah Bradbury joined us again, I, I which was in, lovely. I, I wasn't involved. Yeah, we didn't let Russell in that one. Um, he was, you know, we accidentally <laughs> forgot to invite him didn't we although we did talk about Pacebo did you I mean listen I am an expert as a shout out to that now let's get going with the last uh, kind of few days so when we sat down last week and they were just arriving for Kate's Carol concert so have you had a chance to see that because did you go last year no, and no, I didn't go this year because it was the small business of the Netflix series coming out and I was invited and I would have loved to have gone, uh, but, you know, we were all sort of nose at the grindstone, as it were. So, uh, no, I didn't get to go. However, I have seen... What have I seen? I've seen some pictures. There were some clips. There's yes, some clips that she's come done out. like a promo trailer there is, for it as well, there hasn't is, she? Uh, something else coming out tonight. This is going to come out on Thursday, isn't it? So we can't Christmas Eve. Thursday, no, today it's Thursday. Podcast coming out in a couple of hours from us recording. Yep. Uh, after we've disturbed Dan from his slumber because he's actually off. Producer Dan, Merry Christmas. Um, there's going to be uh, a bit of a surprise about. I won't spoil it. But Ooh. tonight, if you're listening to this on Thursday. There's a UK time evening tonight. Check Exciting. it out. Yeah, so that'll be quite good. Uh, we'll get a little bit of a sneak peek at that. And um, I suppose it's sort of the start of Christmas Eve and then brings us into Royal Christmas. I love the idea of this carol concert. I love it being on Christmas Eve. I watched it last year with all my family. Like Our Christmas edition is always watch Elf, which is the best Christmas always. of all time. Every year. Every year. All I my like family it. are desperately hoping for a change, and I <laughs> deny it every time. But we kind of all watched that first and then moved on to... Um, moved on to Elf so it was really lovely actually and I think it's a really good idea um, and so we had them all in the lots of them wore matching outfits to the carol concert we have lots we not of them discussed in that maroon this? thing no I don't think we did because they were just I think the pictures were just dropping I, I so I've discussed this elsewhere just because I someone told me with a, a, a much 
broader fashion knowledge of than me, which mm. is hard to uh, fathom. I know, but um, so you've probably seen the pictures of or, you know all the women and the girls. Princess Charlotte was wearing burgundy, Mm-mm. burgundy color, and the men. Well, from what I've seen, it was William wearing a burgundy tie. They had the ties. Mike Tyndall yeah. was wearing a burgundy tie. I think Prince George actually had a stripy tie, but I think he had a bit of burgundy uh, in it. I didn't see now that, burgundy. Yeah is a symbol of power and a symbol of unity. Oh, I didn't know So, that. you know, the royals always say nothing happens by accident. Everything yep. is very, very carefully planned. However, this is certainly an example of that, somebody was saying, that said, uh, did you know about burgundy as a colour? It's all about power. And I thought, how interesting, mm. because it was on the day where the new, the, the latest drop of the, the Netflix series, Harry and Meghan, came out. There was obviously a lot more explosive content with involved within that and uh yeah very interesting i thought and it calls it wasn't just the Waleses that wore it pippa middleton wore it zara tindall wore that they all wore these really kind of strikingly matching which i know sounds mm. like a daft thing to say but normally you know you might get everyone in blue but it's different shades but they were exactly the same and a few other people said that it might have been you know a show of support and show that they were all one family so anyway that was really lovely to see and make sure you uh watch it on christmas eve now another royal event we've had this year kind of back to the normal traditions which is really lovely because as you know past few years of course these normal things haven't happened but the the pre-christmas royal lunch um and this is the kind of the occasion where all the extended family who don't go to Sandringham all come together to kind of, you know, celebrate the festivities and to, you know, kind of have a catch up. Obviously, this was King Charles's first one, taking mm. it on from the Queen. The Queen used to do it at Buckingham Palace, but Charles did it at Windsor. Is there a, a reason behind that? Do Not we know that anything? I know of. I'd, I'd like to think it was, you know, um, because the Queen's no longer with us. They're all going to be at Sandringham for Christmas. She obviously spent an, an awful lot of the last couple of years of her life living at Windsor Castle. I like to think it's a, a bit of a nod to the Queen's at home, being uh, having sort of her presence there uh, for this uh, for this Christmas gathering. A lot of the old traditions, still a turkey dinner, still you know the the, the monarch speaking. I know that Charles was photographed sort of furiously going through these notes that he was. Uh, going to make a speech to the rest of the family and it's yeah it is nice tradition it probably gets you away from you know having to see your rallies on christmas eve or christmas day the ones that you'd probably don't want to spend christmas with but <laughs> there's quite a big gang of people and i suppose when you know the the waleses have uh, have gone to kate's family over christmas which they probably haven't done for quite a while because no. of covid and then uh obviously christmas at windsor castle when it was the first uh, one without the Duke of Edinburgh. Now this one is going to be the first without the late Queen. And so, uh, yeah, the Middlesons are losing out. I imagine next year they will probably go to uh, to Bucklebury, won't they? And this is also the event that Mike Tyndall tends to open up about. And I don't know if you've seen this uh, yet, because I know you've been very busy working on a bit exclusive, which we're going to mention in a minute. But Mike, on his podcast, The Good, The Bad and The Rugby, Mike was asked on this one about, you know, how Christmas is going to be. And he obviously said there's been a lot of change. And uh, his rugby player friend, uh, James Haskell, said King's speech and then said, I've just lost the quote now because my screen's jumped, it's going to be pin the tail on Harry, like running like running around and trying to smash the piñata, which Mike looked very unimpressed with the question and just ignored it and moved on and went, Ooh. you know, you know, and moved the subject, you know, moved on something completely <laughs> different, which was... Did make me giggle a bit because we know that, you know, that kind of rugby lads it is a case of trying to you know, Absolutely, get yeah. your friends in a bit of trouble. But that was, I thought, a really 
kind of interesting insight that we had um, about the occasion so far. But um, yeah, so we we don't get pictures from this because it's a private event, but we always see them driving in in their cars, don't we? So we saw, you know what I was a bit surprised by? Big fan of it though. Camilla wearing some sort of puffer jacket you know normally they're in their very smart coats and it was the first thing um jennifer who's our royal writer uh, at the mirror we went is she wearing a puffer jacket and I it's love been the, very yeah, chilly it has been very chilly and i'm a big fan of a you know having to double jacket these yeah, days exactly. you know? it's very true that is very true um but yeah so we saw them all driving in i actually love the picture of the tindles coming out uh, at the end of it the tindle kids in the back of the car were all big smiles they looked like they were having a great I've time i've got to see this picture of the queen consort now and puffer jacket yeah yeah. Arriving. Uh, I'll try and find Sorry, it while we're the discussing. Yeah. Russell's just giving it away. Yeah. <laughs> that's my fault. I've dropped this on him. Oh, yes, I see it. Yeah. yeah, God, yeah. That's a big old puffer, isn't it? I mean, it's great. And it's more practical. Very fashionable. But, you know, the royal women always look amazing in their smart coats, but they're, they're not warm, though. So, you know, you need a big jacket. Yeah, and they don't tend to wear, like, scarves or anything. No, exactly. If you or I, we'd wear a big, big yeah, old scarf 100%. and a hat. Woolly hat as well. You but can't get away with that if you're a royal. I mean, it would be nice, though. Imagine if the yeah, January engagements... Big old puffer. Oh, Kate just walk, rocks up in a hat and scarf. I fully <laughs> support that. Um, anyway, so, yes, so... Do, do, do. Where else have we got up to? So, we didn't see the Waleses there, but we don't think that means they didn't go... Do, does I'd that be mean surprised. I mean, yeah. I, there's lots of stuff been going on to find out whether they were at the party. However, I'd be really surprised if they weren't there. They live yeah. down the road. Well, that's it, because we didn't get the car pictures, but then that's because yeah. they live on site. They exactly. don't have to go in. Exactly. So. We didn't really see a lot of car pictures from anyone, really. No. We saw Princess Anne, Zara and Mike. Uh, did we see Eugenie? Um, I think we might have seen a couple of others, but... Yeah, apart from that. Um, Listen, this gathering is really important to the Royals because it is another um, show of continuity, keeping the the late Queen's tradition of having all the family around. Uh, You know, the late Queen used to go around all the little kids and give them presents. Um, And that is something that uh, in in this era, I suppose, you know, of the fact there's been an awful lot that's happened this year, an awful lot of tragedy. But an awful lot to, to, to celebrate as well. And that is part of um, celebrating, you know, the, the, the late Queen's legacy, I suppose. Now, obviously, this is the kind of, you know, we've had their first lead up to Christmas events. How are the Royals spending Christmas this year? And it's going to be a bit of a, the first Christmas after you've lost a loved one is always incredibly tough. Um, but we know that they're going to do the traditional church service yes. in Sandringham and yes. they're hopefully going to do the walkout before. Yes, which is interesting because, you know, that's what we've been working on today about sort of the security element of um, of the walkabout because there have been a couple of egg-throwing protests in recent weeks. There was the woman who sort of accosted Princess of Wales with the phone and said, uh, you know, be better off if you're in your own country island for the Irish. So with, the, with that backdrop, it is quite interesting that, uh, of course, the Royals want to get out and meet the people there's several hundred people that come to see the royals on christmas day but of course it is a bit of a, a bit of a concern and sort of moving forward into the new year that is definitely something that is being looked about about how the uh, the royal walkabout i can't imagine there'll be any changes there'll probably just be sort of a bolstering of security and um a bolstering sort of in, of, of the intelligence uh, when they're going around certain uh, certain places because we had an egg throwing incident at um in york where there was four eggs pelted in the direction of charles and camilla and then another one at uh, in luton so um yeah a bit of a sour note i suppose because i think most people have you know 
really wanted the king to get off to a good start. It was an incredibly emotional event that brought the country together at the, when the, the queen died. And uh, looking forward to uh, to a new year with new beginnings because um, yeah, it's been a been a bit of a testing time for Harry and Meghan as well, wasn't it? So thank you for giving us a little sneak peek at that mm. exclusive story. So that will be in tomorrow's uh, Daily Mirror. And I know that you haven't quite, you're still putting the finishing touches to I it. I am, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of no rest of the week, kids. Drag Russell away from the, the news pub. desk. Um, so we obviously have George and Charlotte and now kind of done a few royal Christmases now. Could we get Louis this year? Well, that is the rumour, isn't it? Because uh, George did his first Sanjing and Walkabout when he was six, then um, Charlotte did it when she was four. Um, she seems altogether, altogether much more sensible than Louis because he was, <laughs> you know, stole the show at the Jubilee. Um, and yeah, so the rumour is that he will take part in the Walkabout. I mean, he's four and a half, well, four and a half now is his birthday in April. So he's, he's, uh, he's certainly come of age, I think. And every time we see these pictures of him, he's growing another foot. So um, with his brother and his sister there, I imagine that uh, this, this year might be the year. Because again, it's, um, it's good for the royal family. It's good from a, a family aspect, but also a PR aspect and no doubt he will steal the show um, talking to all the well-wishers who, uh, who turn up on Christmas Day. It will be brilliant. And do you think we might, we've seen a lot more of the Tyndall kids in 2022. Do we know if the Tyndalls are going to Sandringham? That still hasn't been confirmed. They don't normally go. But uh, again, is this the one? They were at the Windsor Castle event. So, may, so I would say that, yeah. that that would probably count them out of, uh, of Sandringham. But um, you are right. We are seeing an awful lot more of them. And we definitely know that they get on with William and Kate and are, you know, trusted members of the family. I think it was nice when uh, Mike revealed what he'd said to William. Yes. Um, about taking on I'm Celebrity and the, and the fact that it was, wasn't, an, wasn't an issue. Like you said earlier, he's, he's pretty, he's a safe pair of hands, isn't he? And also Lady Louise might be back from her first uh, term at Edinburgh University. So I really hope she might have a chance to catch up with Kate and William. I wonder yes. if they'd be like, oh, what bars did you go to? Yes. St Andrews. What did I say? Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Yeah. Got Scotland it's, on it's, the break. Listen, it's the, uh, end of the, year. it's the end of the year. Yes. So, yeah, hopefully, you know, I wonder if they might compare... Compare tales from halls and freshers week, would you reckon? <laughs> how, how debaucherous it's been in the freshers <laughs> week, perhaps. Now, of course, the other big thing that will happen on Christmas Day is the King's speech. So he will record this in advance. And, you know, we know that was it the, the royal family used to sit down to watch it, but the Queen used to go into another room mm. and watch it separately. I wonder if he'll carry on that tradition or if That's he's going to sit in the middle and be like, I want to watch yeah, it and see quite, your reaction. quite a reflective moment for him, I suppose. It's the first ever televised King speaking to the yes. nation um, will be very interesting to see what the themes are. It's normally w- one of, sort of continuity, talking about the uh, the state of the nation, I suppose, togetherness. You can almost hear him saying it now, can't you? I don't think there'll be individual members of the family mentioned like we would. Like he spoke about um, Kate and William and uh, and Harry and Meghan during his speech to the nation following the Queen's death. I don't think it will be like that. It will be very much around themes, around the religious element. Um, but yeah, an important moment. And it, uh, I think that there's all oh, I've seen some bookies odds today about going to be the most watched uh, TV event of the of Christmas. I don't think that normally is the case. I think uh, 
it's sort of dropped off in recent years because everybody consumes it so so differently through social media or um, whether you're watching it on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube. That's or, true, yeah. You know, the numbers are pretty skewed, but they do think it's going to be the most watched TV moment because didn't like 23 million people tuned in for his um, speech to the nation. And so, you know, people are going to want to watch it, I suppose. It's a moment in history again, isn't it? It will be. And it'd be so interesting to see, as you said, it's such an important message and it'd be really interesting to see what he does with it I guess maybe my prediction would be that this year carries on very much but you know if he makes any changes maybe next year mm. but um obviously he normally the queen always sat at a desk um, and had the photos but yeah that's her. important the imagery what is what are the pictures yeah. going to be will they pr- I I imagine it'll just be a picture of his I mum think and just dad. the queen yeah maybe just, just the queen yeah, yeah. Just either or I mean um maybe just the queen yeah because the queen famously obviously had like she'd put family photos mm. and so much was read into that you know mm. like the years when Meghan and Harry weren't included in it, yeah. and it was just the the then Cambridge. I imagine they won't be included in this one. Mm, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, because also just having the Queen or just having the Queen and Philip at yeah. least cuts down arguments. So you're saying Queen, I'm side. saying Queen and Philip. Yeah, Let's I think just Queen. I think just Queen. Have a, have a bit <laughs> on that. Okay. Um, I mean, of course, the imagery is really, really important. Where, where where's the room he, he did it in? Probably be a different room to where the Queen. It was. It was actually recorded last week at Buckingham Palace. Oh, so it's already already done. already done before two days before the Netflix series dropped as oh, well. Interesting. But I don't know whether that. I mean, he's not going to start. You know, being nasty about no. you know, Harry and Meghan or saying things about the family that is um, singling members of the family out. That's definitely not going to happen. So it will be about the central themes about. You know, um, perhaps he'll say, perhaps he will acknowledge about war in Europe, people are struggling. It's all about togetherness and Christmas is a time to be with your family and realise the things that are most important in life. Something along those lines, maybe? Yeah, I think that's true. And I think that losing someone important mm. does always bring those memories back of, you know, as you said, what what is important in life and that is those around you. And there'll be a video montage, one would assume, of the late Queen. Oh, yes, well, of I mean, course. quite very emotive... Because that will uh, that that will be the theme running through it. I think. I wonder if it might be pictures of her Queen's speeches over the years, maybe, or quotes from previous Queen's speeches. Because we've already had oh, that true. in the Together at Christmas. People saying, "Well, that a marked reference to the fact that the uh, the Sussexes documentary had come out." It wasn't. It had been long in the planning. Although they would say that, I imagine. But um, I just think after a tough year, losing a loved one. And an awful lot has happened to the to the family and the monarchy at large. It is about togetherness, and I think we will see that uh, that theme running through the king's speech. Now, obviously, we will have lots of coverage on Christmas Day when all the royals arrive at church. So make sure you check out uh, the Mirror's website and pick up the paper on Boxing Day to see all the lovely photos. But you know. Now, we haven't even got Christmas out the way yet, but Charles is already looking ahead to the summer of 2023 because he's announced this year his details for his first his first official birthday, his first year of having two birthdays, you know, the dream, and his first trooping the colour. So what, and this includes a new role for Kate and a new one new for... New role for William. few people and uh, and the Queen Consort as well because, uh, which I thought, I mean, talk about planning. This is coming out, what, mm. it's over six months in advance. It is going to be on June the 17th in central London. Um, we had a couple of a couple of years off in Windsor because of COVID, but it's normally the big pomp and pageantry that come with the Monarchs Parade. Favourite Royal Day. It year. is fantastic. No, and if the weather's good, it is an absolutely absolute corker of a day. Now, 
Um, so yeah, new new roles, new ceremonial roles as part of the official birthday. The Princess of Wales has become the Colonel of the Irish Guards. That was a role previously held by William. Uh, obviously, because uh, the Queen is no longer with us, there's been a bit of uh, a bit of trading of uh, of roles. We have also um, the Queen Consort is going to be Colonel of the Grenadier Guards. Uh, and that is something that uh, the Duke of York used to have before it was taken away from him in uh, in disgrace when he was stripped of his royal titles. Um, she's the first ro- the first female ever to have that role. Yes, well, which is a she's doing lots of you know kind of female firsts, isn't she? Which is great to see. Uh, the King and Prince Wales will be riding on horseback during the display. No, oh, I know you were interested in this earlier. No riding on horseback for Kate or Camilla. No. No ceremonial uniforms for either of them either but i imagine we will see the king and the prince of wales in their in their uniforms as well lovely so that will be it's really nice to know that that's going to be back and is going to be a big event next year if, i always thought we were talking about this before we came in it's normal i always thought it was the first week of june but i've gone back through the previous dates and actually it's always the first two weekends of yes. june but this is still a bit later and they haven't really said why have no they? they haven't i imagine you know i speak about this about because of the coronations may the 6th maybe they thought it would be a bit too close there's an awful yes, lot of bank holidays in may yeah. as well and this is normally you know one of the big um, big moments, big raw moments in the in the calendar. So, yeah, I imagine it's just been pushed back. Um, I don't know if there's any big conspiracy about it. Maybe there is. Maybe we'll have to look into it. <laughs> <laughs> no, something really to look forward to next year, and um, which is exciting. Now, elsewhere again, we've had Meghan and Harry have announced another Netflix show, which kind of surprised everyone because obviously it was about three days after the second part of the docu series uh, dropped. But this is so it's called Live to Lead, and it's a series of I think it's a ten parter. Uh, with lots of different interviews and focusing on different inspiring leaders through kind of the generations and around the world. And now they don't, they present it. So they're not, they're not doing the interviews, but they're kind of the the voiceover. Um, And it looks, I think it looks really interesting, actually. I think it would be nice to hear some of these stories. And it's very on brand with the, the, you know, the message they want to, you know, they like to spread. Well, listen, it seems pretty cool, the the, the documentary series. Um, Originally planned and executed by the Nelson Mandela uh, Foundation, then it was turned into a book. Um, then with the, the the people involved, you got sort of uh, Ruth uh, Bader Ginsburg. Um, you have uh, Greta Thunberg, uh, Jacinda Ardern, the the New Zealand Prime Minister, um, who although bit of controversy because Jacinda Ardern, who does feature in this uh, new Netflix series, has sort of distance herself from the couple which I thought was very very interesting she does feature in the documentary but she sort of came out this week and said that um, she'd had no dealings with Harry and Meghan and the promos we've seen are Harry and Meghan sort of speaking very seriously and earnestly about these incredible people that uh, they're speaking about and um, sort of billing it as their project really I know that mm. Archwell, Archwell Productions have kind of piggybacked on it that's not necessarily that rare so if you've got a production company that will take another idea and actually realize it and pull other people into the uh the kind of the the the, the, the pre-production as it were before it realizes the uh the final uh, outcome that isn't too rare however i thought it was quite interesting that she she distanced herself from it mm. maybe because of the controversy i definitely i would say it's gone to the controversy for the uh the harry and Meghan 
other Netflix series. Um, but yeah, made a real point of releasing a statement saying the Nelson Mandela Foundation advised the Prime Minister's office uh, that they secured an agreement with Netflix to broadcast this series. There was a 2019 interview. They were then notified again. And all communication has been with the foundation, Nelson Mandela Foundation. There has been no communications with the Duke and Duchess of Sussex regarding this project, which very clear water between mm. the two of them, which, um, yeah, I thought that was quite telling. Yeah, so my understanding of that is maybe, you know, this TV show was all made, you know, talking all these amazing stories and Meghan and Harry have kind of been brought in to narrate it. But I get maybe, I don't know if maybe she, she could have been concerned about, you know, politically and in terms of international relations and stuff like that. If Definitely. She's gonna, you don't, you know, there's a new king. You don't want to annoy him straight off by totally. saying I'm on, I'm and, on their side. And if, even if it isn't the king and the queen consort, it might be the Waleses who go over to New mm. Zealand next. Uh, you have lots of talk about whether there'll be a tour in 2023, 2024 uh, down under and to New Zealand. And um, yeah, I think tried to put very clear water between her role as a, as the country's prime minister, not wanting to upset the new head of state, um, yeah, interesting. Maybe that is a conspiracy. <laughs> you're very, you're very conspiracy. I know. Today. Yeah, you get Dan putting some X Files music <laughs> over this. And the other thing, quickly to mention before we head off, of we saw the first. Uh, Banknotes with King Charles's face he's on this. Got a lot week, more didn't on we? top. <laughs> a bit of a weave done. Because we saw the coins. Um, yeah. Gosh, earlier this month, and to see the notes, they're not going to be in circulation until I think it was the middle of 2024. So we won't see oh, really? them yet. Yeah. Oh I god, really I thought we were going to get one in the new year. Yeah, oh, but right. uh, it was nice crazy. to see them. I did. That's what I don't understand. I understand the sort of livery on the on the uniforms and stuff, and they don't take that off because it's cost an awful lot of money and yeah. it needs to. But surely the banknotes. Surely you just kind of, you know, just check the over. Few in, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, but there you go, so that's something to look forward to. For, mm. He does know, look rather well in the picture, though. He does, it's a lovely photo. I wonder if he gets to choose the picture, surely. Oh, you'd hope surely, so, yeah. wouldn't you? Pick a good one. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Russell, thank you so much for joining My us. My pleasure. And what a year. Happy Christmas. Merry what a year. Christmas. What Merry a year. Um, thank you so much to all our listeners for joining us uh, over the last chaotic 12 months, to say, the, to say the least. Uh, we hope you all have a very happy Christmas, however you're spending it. Uh, stay safe, enjoy it, and catch up with you all in the new year. Until next time. Pod save the king! <laughs> <laughs>